Hi, I'm Alan Murdoch. For the past 20 years, I've been buying, fixing, and selling properties right here in Southern Arizona. And I want to buy your property. Whether it's a house, apartment, commercial building, or vacant land, regardless of the condition or the situation, I want to talk to you. When you sell to me, I pay cash and it's hassle-free. No repairs, no closing costs, and no commissions. If you have a property you don't want to deal with and you want a quick solution, call, text, or visit SellTalon.com. Again, that's SellTalon.com. Copper Creek Cookies, Copper Creek Cookies, CopperCreekCookies.net. We can print anything on our soft vanilla logo cookies. We deliver them and other sweet treats locally. We are located at 4249 West Ina Road, Suite 121. Call us, 520-300-1131. We bake smiles. Copper Creek Cookies, Copper Creek Cookies, CopperCreekCookies.net. I'm not going to do a local Moran introduction on this one because a lot of people know who you are already. <laughs> Just by your face. They've seen you on TV, so I don't really need oh, to be like, hey, think, welcome. I think people think that we're a lot more recognizable. I know a lot of people recognize me from my voice yeah, and not from my face because what a lot of people would do is they'll turn on the TV in the mornings mm-hmm. and they won't watch. They will listen. Ah. And so a lot of people would recognize me from my voice or they would hear me on the radio because okay. we would do those radio spots for mm. a few uh, radio stations in town and they would hear that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you were... Uh, whether you were a meteorologist for yes. an organization here. Yeah, yeah. I worked for KOLD and KMSB. Um, came here in June of 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, started right during the height of monsoon. It was quite the introduction to Arizona. What'd you think of it? Um, honestly, you know, when I came here, I was kind of thinking it'd be easy. Yeah. Like, oh, it's sunny. It's Arizona. Yeah, it'll be great. But no. Monsoon and Arizona as a whole is actually one of the most difficult places I ever forecasted for mm-hmm. because of all the different different microclimates that we yeah. have. We have all the mountains and then we have monsoon and monsoon is like basically throwing a dart at a dartboard. <laughs> it might rain here. Like who knows? Yeah. Um, and then we have those winter storms too that come through. You've got mm. mountain snow and then valley rain and sometimes it snows in the valleys. Like it was just something completely yeah. different and I got I got schooled a few times. Yeah. More than a few times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a it's an interesting, unpredictable Yeah event that happens absolutely you'll you'll look and the sky's clear yep go jump in the pool and Mm -hmm. five ten minutes later you're like hmm i think we're gonna be getting Mm -hmm. out soon right yeah you (laughs) see those cumulus clouds over the mountains and you're like oh shoot i gotta go inside yep there's some lightning (laughs) for sure and it snowed here in march yes march i think it was march 2nd because my last day on tv full time was the last day of february and so i was no longer on tv and i was walking into my new job uh which is downtown in the old courthouse, and there was just a little snowman. And for the uh, <laughs> for the nose of the snowman, instead of a carrot, they yeah. had to Arizonify it, and it was one of those yellow fruits that come from one of the cactuses here. So mm-hmm. yeah, I remember that vividly. <laughs> yeah. So you're a new mom. Yes, new mom. Uh, thank you, thank you. Charlie is 16 months old now. Yeah. So April 25th, she was born. Time flies, huh? Yes, it does. But I will say, I have loved. I do miss my tiny little potato baby. Mm-hmm. They're Always. so fun and oh, they're so cute. Yeah. But I have enjoyed watching her just like explore everything. Everything is so new. And so the things that become mundane and like annoying to you is super cool to watch through a kid's eye. And I remember saying that even when I was pregnant, I was just most excited to have this little baby and this little kid to show 
the beauty of the desert because I'm a big hiker. And yeah. so I hiked through my pregnancy and I hiked this last winter with Charlie on my chest. I had a <laughs> carrier. So cool. um, I don't know if she liked it very much. <laughs> she fell asleep most of the time. But yeah. I'm excited as she grows up to continue to watch her really explore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with you being a new mom, what, what advice do you have to somebody that's getting ready to be a new mom. <laughs> oh my God, I could go, we could have a Give whole podcast on this. Um, really for me, the hardest part has been the mental um, part of it. So when I was pregnant, um, I dealt with severe depression and anxiety. I would go on the news for four and a half hours, five hours every day and be smiling and happy and blah, blah, blah. And then when I would come home and have panic attacks, I would sit in my closet before I would get ready for mm -hmm. work and like try to find a dress that would like hide my belly. Thankfully I was, I showed small. And mm -hmm. so I didn't have a whole lot of comments on my body while I was pregnant. Um, and so for me, that was the hardest part and that was during pregnancy and then postpartum, you know, it's just absolutely insane. So um, give yourself grace and get help when you need help. Um, yeah. I had never seen, I had never talked to anyone, a psychiatrist. Um, and I went to my OB and I was telling her um, how I was struggling. And my husband had noticed, but he didn't want to push too much. And so he kind of just let me off to my own devices. And I wasn't eating, but I was also having a lot of food aversions. And mm -hmm. so I went to my uh, OB and I told her and she's like, you're let's let's get you connected with yeah. someone and yeah. so I got connected with a psychiatrist um, and I saw her through the second half of my pregnancy and that helped tremendously I also started taking some medicine that was safe um, for pregnancy and then postpartum as well I took that until I was about I think 10 months postpartum yeah um so yeah ask for help and also before you get pregnant <laughs> work out and get your body in as like good of shape as possible. I was in the best shape of my yeah. life when I got pregnant. Um, and thankfully, even though like my mind was struggling, my body wasn't like I was carrying my baby. I was still mm -hmm. hiking and I was still doing everything that I could. Um, and so getting that habit of working out, whether it be going to the gym, whether yeah. it be hiking, whether it just be, I mean, I took my dogs for a walk at the end of my pregnancy. That was my working out, yeah. but I was still moving. And yeah, so now it's doing something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And even through postpartum, I walked every single day. We got home from the hospital and then the next morning yeah. I took a, I think it was like a 10th of a mile walk, Yeah. Um, but it helped me and it kept me from getting too far gone in mm -hmm. the mental stuff. So yeah. mm -hmm. the, amount of i'm gonna say this word is like physical trauma mm -hmm. and things that i witnessed my wife go through two times with you know we've had two kids yeah it is absolutely absolutely mind-blowing how much women go through mm -hmm. and <laughs> dudes like dudes that are <laughs> you, you ask for help and all that stuff mm -hmm. guys like for me it just motivated me as a father to do as much as i can yeah and, you know, to piggyback off what you're giving advice wise to to new to new moms, I'm going to tell new dads, step it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they need you. Mm -hmm. They went through hell and back <laughs> to bring that beautiful baby here. Yeah. Least is you least you can do is get off your ass and go do the dishes. Go oh, gosh, take yeah. the trash out, clean the house, make dinner. Heck. step up, do your own laundry. Absolutely. Right? Like, and I will say my husband like 
bless him. He absolutely did that. I So I went back to work at 12 weeks because that's all I had off from work. Um, and so I had to pump when mm-hmm. I went back to work and the pump parts. I started off by washing them because I would get home and wash them. But then it just got to be too much. And then it was like four months like. Charlie turned four months old and my husband started doing the pump parts and I didn't wash a single pump part or any dishes until I stopped pumping on May 3rd and like I didn't touch a single dish. And so he did that. He does his own laundry. Like, yes. That's he, the dude right there. Yes, absolutely. I, I would not have made it you struck through. struck gold there. <laughs> I really did. Which <laughs> honestly, awesome. though, it's so sad that that is like, that's the best. And that's like, men get praised for that, you know? When it's like, that should be the bare minimum, right? You, The reason we're having this conversation is because the bar's set pretty low. Yeah, absolutely. Just from what I know. Absolutely. And you, dudes that are listening to us if I'm calling you out right now I don't really care <laughs> right. right like I know people yeah. in in my circle I know people in the community that I'm like this might be something for you to, to listen to but Absolutely. it's not me like being a jerk and saying it's just like step up right like, well and some people don't even realize it's yeah. happening and yeah. things like that and just so, think about it but yeah yeah I do <laughs> I remember I was washing the pump parts and he was like no, you're not. You're done doing that. Those never you end. Don't need to, oh my God. <laughs> no one tells you when you're when you get ready to have a kid. They're not like, oh my gosh, it's so exciting. Can't wait for the pump parts for all you all the things you have to wash and all the pump parts are gonna be great. Yeah, nobody oh, says all that. My, and they come in these tiny little yeah. pieces. You gotta unscrew so, stuff and yeah. I was no. so happy. I still had some extras when I was done, so I gifted them to um, one of my friends, Shay Sorensen. She's actually on the other TV station in mm-hmm. town. She had a baby, and I think it was February. Yeah. And so I gave her some, and I gave some bags to another mom and some medicine to another mom. Like I was just like, get this out of my house. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't. No one ever talks about all that stuff. No. It's always like, oh, it's gonna be so great, it's right. gonna be all, which it is. It was, which it, it is. really is. But yeah. but there's some huge sacrifices that we all have to make. Yeah, and it's uh, it's they no one talks about it. So we're talking about. It. I'm right. like, hey, if you're getting ready to have kids and you haven't talked about pump parts, pump parts yet. Go and look, go ask somebody that's had a kid how it is. Right. How many times are you going to do it in a day? Yep. How many times you're going to change them out? How many yeah. times you're going to like worrying about how many ounces you're going to get and everything like that. Yeah. And because I know I had Charlie at the height of the formula shortage. That was insane. So I wasn't really planning because I knew I was like, well, my job's really high stress. Like yeah. I have to be on TV for four and a half to five and a half hours every day, like straight. And so I didn't really have time to pump. And so I'm like, eh, you know, we'll try it out. I was also worried about my mental health. So I was like, if it doesn't work, we'll go to formula. I was formula fed. Everything turned out fine. You know, let's do it. <laughs> but then there was no formula. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, yeah, I really, that was like, that's how my postpartum anxiety really like formed was yeah. I created this huge oversupply and I, I donated like a thousand ounces of breast oh, milk. I'm still awesome. going through uh, my freezer stash because I'm just giving it to her um, as she grows up. Cause they say up to two years is mm-hmm. beneficial even longer if you can. And yeah. we just don't have the parts in place in America really yeah. uh, <laughs> to do it longer, but yeah, yeah. no, you're right. No, you're mm-hmm. right. Uh, it's, it's great having you here because I've had all these conversations with my wife about that. And mm-hmm. to go back on that formula thing, I have a true story. It was really, really sad. Um, we were at, we went to Walmart to look at like um, bottle parts and stuff because my wife breastfed, mm-hmm. thankfully, and was it was going okay. And we're in the formula area and a lady walks up to us and she's holding her her child, her infant. And she's like, do you guys have any extra formula? I can't find any. And she's crying ecstatically in the store that like makes my chest tight like yeah and i just was like i was so 
I was so upset and I didn't know what to do because there was nothing to do. I just was like, I don't even, I don't even know what we do. Like we even mm-hmm. talked like, do we have milk to give her? Like, can we even give her the milk? You know, like, what right. the kid, you know, like, does it have allergies? Like it was just, it was just crazy. And to walk into the store and see the shelves empty for yeah. formula. I'm like, how are people getting through this? And then you'd see online people price gouging formula, like on Facebook marketplace. And right. I was like, and what a strange time. And that was that was the bad stuff. But I will say, because I was in a lot of those groups at the time, because I was obviously going through it. And there was also a lot of good that came from that, because I saw a lot of parents from across the country be like, I have this formula. I can send it to you. Just please pay the amount for the formula. Like, I'm not looking to make money. Yeah. I'm just looking to help and stuff like that. And so, yeah, there was absolutely, it was terrifying. And I, like I said, like, it makes my chest tight because I still, like, get flashbacks and freak out about it. But... Yeah. Um, there was some good that came yeah. from it, but also like, what an absolutely ridiculous position yeah. to put new parents in. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I, I love what you just talked about the good in, mm-hmm. from the Facebook groups and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Facebook groups are so valuable. Yeah. They're it's, so great. You know, yeah. Social media is so weird. I kind of have a love-hate relationship. <laughs> yeah, with I it. think it's normal because you're like, man, it's a great tool. You can do a lot of, you accomplish a lot with it. And then yes. it's the other side. It's like, well, if you miss, if you want to use it in a different way, you can yeah. really <laughs> make people upset. and do so. Right. Well, and yeah, and like being on TV for so long, like I got so many comments on social media and I, most of them, it's funny because most of them are good. I'd say 95% mm-hmm. of them are good, but it's the bad ones that always stick out the most. We're built that way. Right. We're I don't know why. Way. And we do that all the time and it dri- drives me crazy just like in my own head. But yeah, I've seen the worst and I've seen the best of people. I When I came back from maternity leave, I had some people who were like, you need to be home with your baby. And then I had others who were like, oh, this is amazing. Good for you. Like, And yeah, it's double-edged sword. But then you also get to meet people that, do what you love to do and mm-hmm. follow you. You follow them. I mean, we yeah, met on look, social yeah, media. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> look, at, look at us now. Hey, you want to join up on a podcast? <laughs> exactly. And, but it was really cool. You did the weather thing. Yeah. And the strangest thing, it's so it's so crazy. So you did that. So I ended up going out to Marana High School for the media day. We were going to, mm-hmm. you know, do media day with the football team, put them on social media, do all kinds of reels, have just an awesome time with yeah. Coach Stewart out there. And a storm I like I have never seen before and I've lived here my whole life except for like a year. Mm-hmm. A storm hit that I have never, the intensity is I've never seen it before in my life. Yeah. I was in the auditorium of the high school and there's the doors that are there are heavy metal doors mm-hmm. and they run all the way down the auditorium and they basically go from east to west. The wind was so intense the doors were shaking. Power went out. Yeah. Like all we we're all in the dark. Like it just it just hit. It was just it was the craziest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. And then Coach Stewart gets, calls me. He's like, "Hey, Dave, the the field's gone." Is that okay? So I was gonna ask, is that the one where it was flooded? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was just like gone. Yeah. And that's brand new but field you, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you had had posted something like, "Hey, there might be a little uptick in energy yeah. or something." And we were like, "Oh." And then Right, that was before um the hurricane came, which Hurricane Hillary yeah. came that weekend and then that was I think a Thursday mm-hmm. that that happened. Yeah. Um and so yeah, I don't get to do as much weather as I would like to, you know, yeah. obviously like before I was Every single day, I would spend minimum an hour forecasting. So yeah. I cannot do that anymore no. because that is not, I'm not getting paid to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, but I've been just I like to follow the trends, and I think people always really like like 
the wide like view information mm-hmm. like how hot it's been this summer how many hundred yeah. degree days we've seen how many storms we've seen and stuff and this summer has been weird it just seems like not everyone has seen storms but the storms that have formed have just been stronger and I, maybe you know that's maybe just me like looking I from the outside in but that's what it seems like you know you know, you know what stephanie we had a conversation here we were and, and with my parents. So my parents, my poor parents, man. So um, that storm hit, they live out in that area when that okay. storm hit, right? Yeah. They're out in Patagonia enjoying themselves, yeah, you know, having a good camping. Old time. Uh, they were on a boat on the lake and a storm caught them. And hail about golf ball size started uh-huh. coming down while they were stuck on the boat. And my mom was covered in bruises. Oh my gosh, yeah. And they bought a brand new camper and the skylight and everything, the hail went through the camper. Oh my gosh. then they come home from their trip to find their fence destroyed oh my (laughs) so they're in two different areas in southern arizona but they got absolutely wrecked right but we've all been talking and climate change Mm -hmm. it's it's an argument that can go on for days and it's politicized and there's all kinds of stuff behind it but from what i've seen living here my whole life something's wrong yeah something's off right like the the balance is just not quite right yeah it's just yeah. it just don't it doesn't feel right and I, mm-hmm. I i don't know i don't know what it is i'm not a scientist or i don't know you know it's just like but the intensity of things yeah. and the heat just feels different to me i don't know well and so what we're seeing because like obviously we're setting daily high temperature records yeah um but especially up in phoenix and i'm sure you've all seen those photos of the saguaros that have just collapsed um and so what's happening is not only are our daily highs maybe a few degrees higher than they were for longer stretches the longer stretch is really bad but also our overnight temperatures aren't rebounding like they used to and so we just like never get the break mm-hmm. like we like you used to be able to probably go outside at 4 35 yeah. a.m and it'd be maybe 65 degrees yeah well i don't think we've been in the 60s no i mean i'd have to look but i don't think we've been there since maybe june yeah. we had a really cool start to june can't forget that we were in yeah. the low 90s for and, the first half of the month and that's another thing you go like for me, be, I'm kind of I was telling you before the show, I'm kind of a weather nerd. Yeah. And I keep track of a lot of stuff and I follow <laughs> different weather folks and stuff. And yeah. I even I have a I map. I watch radar and all kinds of stuff just Love to it. see, you know, rotations and stuff and to like connect them to like wind damage and whatnot. I'm, yeah. I'm weird. And, no, that's but, fantastic. Uh, I love it. <laughs> where was I going with? This? Oh, with June. So when it snowed in March, I was looking at a pattern, mm-hmm. right? It snowed in March. June was significantly cooler than usual. August has been significantly hotter mm-hmm. than usual. July, August, and yeah. that kind of thing. For me, it's like we, the whole seasons concept got pushed back. Yeah. That's I what it just, like, or, or, yeah, like if that makes sense. Yeah, like yeah. like the snow was late and the, right. March the, was late. the heat was late, right? Yeah. Like just all this, like fall's going to be late. Like it's like everything's going to be. <laughs> no, I need fall. <laughs> I'm not the trying to. The depression look. disorder is getting too hard and I need fall. <laughs> well, I told my wife, she's like, babe, pumpkin spice is out. Let's go get some. And I'm like, look, it's not fall. <laughs> At all. We're not getting pumpkin anything. I'm like, it's 110 degrees out. Like, you, you know what? I used to be like that, but I have a friend. Her name is Nikki Rex. So if you're watching this, Nikki, hello. She is the biggest, 
like spooky person, spooky woman, loves pumpkin spice, <laughs> loves it all. She counts down the days. Her husband told her that she cannot decorate their house spooky season until PSLs come back out, which was, I think, August 24th. Yeah. So I think I'm going to adopt that mentality because I'm thinking <laughs> if we decorate for fall, it will will the fall temperatures to come right like hey, we gotta we, do something i don't i don't have anything we gotta try we gotta try something so yeah, yeah my husband's out of town this week so i am decorating my yeah. house for fall so yeah if you I, see skeletons on my uh fireplace and you don't like it understandable don't want to hear it yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, my wife's been trying to enact something like that in our yeah. house for a while she's usually pretty early on things but i was like it's 110 out I, I can't like i get it i do i going, used to be that person going back to the weather thing okay because okay? i'm a nerd <laughs> I have a pool in my mm-hmm. house. I'm blessed to have a pool and go swimming yeah. in it. But for the first time since I've lived at this house, I've lived there since 2018. Okay. Every year taking care of it's pretty easy. Um, the water temperature this year has been higher than any other year that I've had it. Really? Significantly. Wow. And it stays at about 88 or higher. Yeah. With this temperature stuff. And the algae Ugh. is consuming the chlorine levels in an amount like I've never seen before. Yeah. Like I and I'm not we're not even swimming in it really because we have the newborn and we just don't really have time. Right. And I've had to buy shock and keep the chemicals have been insane for it. And I'm like, this is weird. Again, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's like this is odd. I've never had to deal with this before. Right. And it's that stretch, right? Because yeah. for July, we were above one hundred degrees every single day for the mm-hmm. month. That it only happened one other time. When was that? You know? <sighs> It's on my video. I can't remember it. Oh, I think it was like it. 1993 or something. I can't okay. remember. Well, we won't quote um, that. So yeah, <laughs> give us give us a break. All right, if we're off a little bit, then... <laughs> right? Yeah, please please don't fact check me. <laughs> I'll put it in the post. Um, but yeah, so that that had only happened one other time in recorded history, and so the fact that we saw a whole month of 100 degree heat, overnight temperatures were probably hotter too. It's just been yuck. Yeah. Yuck. Ready for it to be over. I'm excited because I saw that there's like 90s in the forecast. Yeah, this up. weekend. Labor Day weekend, finally. <laughs> I was like, and then cool I think down. it goes back to Yeah, I saw 107. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my, man, Although I, I will say, depends on what weather app you're using, but the Apple weather app is trash. I don't use Apple. I don't. Perfect. Good. I, I like Apple for the stuff we do right. business wise. Awesome. But, yes. But like maps and weather and stuff, no. <laughs> it doesn't no, work. And it was funny. Uh, Andrew Capasu at the TV station, he would always give me a hard time. He would grab his iPhone, pull up his weather app, and be like, this is what my weather app's going to say. Why isn't yours the same? Because like, that's wrong. <laughs> Throw it down. <laughs> There's way. more to it. <laughs> right, okay? exactly. So we'd always joke about that. But. Yeah. So you're at Visit Tucson now. Yes, Visit Can you tell Tucson. us, tell the listeners about what Visit Tucson is and what its mission is? Absolutely. And so Visit Tucson is a nonprofit um, here in town, and we basically spread the good word of Tucson um, mm-hmm. across the whole world. And so I'm on the communications team, which is basically the PR team. Um, We work with different journalists. They come to town and, you know, um, see Tucson Mm -hmm. and then they write about it, which is really cool. Um, Our most recent big one. Now I came here just, or I went to visit Tucson just as this was coming out, but Mm -hmm. my team, you know, has been working on this for a long time. Um, The Times 52 greatest places to travel. Mm -hmm. That was our team. We had worked with the journalist that um, was, that wrote the piece Mm -hmm. and he felt that Tucson was worthy of that, 
of that title. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of what we do. And we work with the community and our partners and try and get them to all of the local spots and really just kind of share how sweet our city yeah. is because our city is really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. You know, um, you gotta, you gotta be from somewhere else or live somewhere else for a little bit to really, really appreciate yeah. all the diversity as far as like the city, you said the microclimates and just yes. everything, the, stru- the, the landscapes, the differences the in them. Like you can just drive an hour and 20 minutes and you're in the mountains. Yes. I know. It's, it's so crazy. <laughs> so I'm originally from North Dakota. Like I grew up in North Dakota. North Dakota is flat, mm-hmm. except for the very southwestern corner where Badlands National Park is. But um, and as flat as can be, we didn't have any mountains mm-hmm. or anything like that. And so mo- driving here, before we moved here, we went from North Dakota to North Carolina on the coast. We lived in Wilmington. And then we drove um, into town from I-10 through New Mexico and I remember my husband and I drove in and we just knew right away that this was like a super special place mm-hmm. because we saw all the mountain ranges. Mm-hmm. You've got the huge Catalinas, you've got yep. the Tucson Mountains, the Rincons, the Tortolitas, even you can see uh, Madera Canyon and those mountains down there all the way in Tucson and so we drove in and we're like, holy, sh- holy <laughs> crap, this is like... <laughs> This is crazy. Ah, and then even coming from North Carolina, I was like, yeah, it was a beach, but no mountains. And so, um, you can, you can cuss on here if you want to. Can I? Okay. It's not a ZC regulated. (laughs) I think, I think people would be surprised that I actually have a very big body mouth. (laughs) Yeah. We we try (laughs) not to, but every once in a while, somebody just, Uh, you know, drops it and it's like, well, we don't have to edit it out. No one's going to come get us. So. Yeah, I'm so used to TV. <laughs> yeah, you're to like, not say anything. Oh, yeah, oh, no. Dang, nab it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it happens on here. And you're like, oh well, okay. That's we just got to mark explicit when we post it. You right. know what I mean? But but yeah, no, no, it really is. It's really awesome. Have you been to Sedona? Yep, been to Sedona a um, few times actually. That's where my husband and I celebrated our first wedding anniversary. Oh, great! Um, yeah, because yeah, we got married right before we moved here. So in April of 2018, we got married in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Then we moved here in June of 2018, and so yeah, it was a very quick turnaround. Um, but yeah, we went there, and then I've done a couple solo trips up there as well. Um, I'm kind of a loner. I don't Good for you. think yeah, I don't yeah. think people would really expect that, but I love my alone time and yeah. I love hiking. So hiking alone, I did bring the dogs. Um so, but yeah, I did yeah. a few few hikes up there by myself, yeah. so. It's uh that's one of my favorite spots. I know. Like, I know. It really is and it's just I like to go in the winter during the week mm-hmm. because then there's nobody there. Yeah. Because on the weekends, it just gets too crazy nowadays. And I remember I did go in June of 2021 because it was right before I got pregnant. Um, And I went during the week, but there were so many people that were there. And they were – I was coming down off of Cathedral Cathedral Trail. um, And it was like 8.30 – and these people were wearing long pants, long T-shirts. And the forecasted high was like 107 degrees that day. Oh, man. <sighs> yeah, they had like a tiny bottle no of idea. water. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. They have no idea. Right. And everyone thinks Sedona is so much cooler than like Tucson. And it's like maybe five degrees cooler. Yeah, you know, not, it's really not that much cooler. Yeah, so. It's, it's yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> that four out of towners have no idea uh, what this heat hearts. is like. Yeah. Oh, it's just a dry heat. Yeah, that's not really how it goes. Have you ever sat in an oven for like thirty <laughs> minutes? Let me know how it goes. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just no. <sighs> so you were with KOLD. Yep. 
you moved to visit Tucson. Mm-hmm. You know, what prompted that change for you? Was it the opportunity? Were you looking to do something different? You know, yeah. Career movement. Why do we like to talk about career movement? You know, and yeah, I was absolutely. letting you know that I used to be a police officer for the town of Marana and, right. did, you know, did some things there. But uh, yeah, I just kind of want to know, here's some insight, like what motivated you to, to leave? Um, how did you do it? Because there's, we find, and we get emails even mm-hmm. from people saying, hey, heard of your podcast that person said this and this and it really made open my eyes and I made the decision to do this because wow. of it. So we've actually had that happen on several occasions. So wow. <laughs> yeah, so just kind of run us through that. It's 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 uh, inspiring for for some people, you know what I mean? Some people yeah. might be in that spot where I'm like, "Hey, I'm thinking of making a change, but I'm scared." It is so scary. I honestly, I still I don't know it, it I, I get I am I get emotional when I talk about it. I don't know if I made the right choice, mm-hmm. and I don't know, you know, if we ever do. But it was a long time coming. Um, you know, I came here in 2018, and I loved the job. Um, I went to resign for a second contract, which I had actually never done at any TV station. This was the first time I wanted to stay someplace. Yeah. Like I said, like Tucson's really cool. Um, and so, and I loved the morning team I was working with. I was with Andrew and Helica, um, Wendy and everyone behind the scenes too. We had such a great crew in the morning, but during those contract negotiations, it's like, okay, you know, I don't know if this is going to be my long-term place, but you know, I wasn't ready to give it up yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I signed that contract in, I think it was June, and I got pregnant the next month. Um, and so uh, I was pregnant and then um, left on maternity leave April of 2022, came back in July of 2022 after my 12 weeks. And things were good for at the beginning. Um, you know, they gave me a lesser workload and mm-hmm. I was I was doing good, but then a month went by and then they added twice as much onto my workload and I just wasn't able to, it was just too much. Um, And I wasn't getting the support that I needed um, in that time. And so I went to management and I talked to them and, you know, there are things that they could do, there are things that they couldn't do. Um, And after those conversations, it was just like, I think my time is done. Hmm. Um, And so when I was trying to figure out what else to do, um, weather is very, like, very small. Like, there's not, I mean, there is a lot that you can do. You can work for the National Weather Service and you can do this, but a lot of those jobs require a Mm. master's degree. I don't have a master's degree. I just have my bachelor's of science in atmospheric sciences. And so um, I was like, what else do I like? I was like, well, I like Tucson. Um, (laughs) And so... I had seen jobs for Visit Tucson pop up. I didn't have any experience mm-hmm. in the tourism industry at all. <laughs> um, but I took a chance and I saw a job in, I think it was November. Yeah. And it was the director of, or not director. I know it was the step above me where I am right now at Visit Tucson. Um, and I reached out to the director of communications on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I sent her a cold call. I was like, hi, my name is Stephanie Waldriff. I see that you have this position posted. Um, here's my resume and my cover letter. Please, please consider me for this position. Um, and she, messaged me back and I got an interview there you go and I was like yeah this is sweet I'm so excited the ladies that work at Visit Tucson in my department so nice so fantastic um, and I was really excited I didn't get that job mm-hmm. um, that was in December I was pretty upset and I was 
disappointed, but I was like, okay, keep on chugging along. Yeah. Um, I had a couple other interviews. I had like a sales interview and things like that. I didn't feel right. Um, then another job came open at Visit Tucson. And so I, I messaged her again. I was like, hello, remember me? Please hire me. <laughs> remember me? <laughs> okay, I didn't say that. Know, a, little, a little better, but like also like, hello, sliding into her DMs basically. Um, and I interviewed for that job. And they told me, they were like, you're probably going to be a little bit overqualified for this job. And I was like, that's okay. I was like, I really need a break right now. Mm -hmm. I have been so stressed. I was doing the job of like three, four different people at the TV station. And those hours are insane. Yeah. W waking up at 2 a.m. every day. I saw you newborn. post something about that. And I was like, 2 a.m.? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was rough. Um, And so I was like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I put in my notice i gave the tv station about a month i worked i did work some weekends for them um mm -hmm. through the month of april's because i mean they were short-staffed when i was there yeah so they were more short-staffed when i left <laughs> <laughs> um and so i worked for i worked some weekends for them to help uh, my weather team because the weather team at kold as well like aaron christensen um, mallory schnell who took mm -hmm. uh, my position ali potter she's fantastic all of them were fantastic and so i didn't want to leave them in a lurch yeah um so yeah then i started working at visit tucson um and i almost quit after three days actually oh really <laughs> <laughs> i know we weren't expecting that well i went literally tuesday a.m february 28th i was on tv uh -huh. and then march 1st I started my new job at Visit Tucson. Wow. Um, quick transition. A quick transition indeed. And so I was used to seeing my baby for hours and hours. Now, granted, it was exhausting because mm -hmm. I would either get off at 1030 or 1230 and then be with her the rest of the day until yeah. she went to bed at like 6, 7 p.m. Um, but I saw her so much. Well, then I go into this new job. It's a normal office job, 8 to 5. And I didn't get to see my baby at all. Yeah. And I picked her up from daycare, which she never slept at daycare. That girl can fight sleep harder. I hope she puts <laughs> that stubbornness to good use when she's older, but that's a conversation for a different time. Uh, yeah. She would never fall asleep. And I picked her up and she was just in hysterics the first three days. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. I I'm going to quit. So yeah. that weekend, my husband and I talked about it. We looked at the finances and things like that. And he was like, you didn't quit your job at the TV station to not see your kid and to be miserable. So, and it wasn't anything that Visit Tucson did. It was mm. just the, the it change. Was, yeah, it was, it was a lot. Going it was on. a lot. Yeah. And, you know, I hadn't done anything other than TV ever. And so it was a lot. And um, I remember I went to my manager's office that Monday. Well, she asked me, she came into the office and she asked me, she's like, how you doing? And I started like, tearing up and she was like hold that i have a meeting that i have to get to but we will let's meet this afternoon yeah and so um we met that afternoon and i told her i was like i, I mean i started crying ever since i had a baby i cry all the time now never used to cry <laughs> it's like, hey it changes you man. hey it changed <laughs> i had a daughter you know it changed changed my whole world yeah. I, my whole outlook in life changed so yeah. don't even sweat it yeah it's like, um but i went into her and i started crying and i was like i can't I can't do this. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, I don't get to see my kid anymore. And like, I don't get to. And she's like, well, what do you need from us? And I was like, like whoa. I, I had never <laughs> like received that response from a manager before. They were always like, well, that's your job. Deal with it. Yeah. Um, and she was like, 
you can come in earlier. How about 7 to 3.30? You don't need an hour lunch. You can take a half hour lunch, 7 to 3.30. Um, and that was that Monday, that next Tuesday, I came in 7 to 3.30. And that's what I've been doing ever since. Nice. Um, so yeah, I was just like in shock. I had never had that. And then I get to work from home two days a week, which oh, helps nice. a lot too. Um, and yeah, it's been really, I've slept more than I think I have in because even before i was in north or in arizona i was in north carolina also on the morning news oh. so i was still waking up at 2 a.m so it's like yeah. i haven't gotten this much sleep in years and yeah. so yeah because you probably weren't going to bed like super early still like you know where, I, where you try to go to bed like five or six p.m i did actually did you? i was oh, always i tried that for years i could never get it i was always really strict about it because i did not i don't function i was no sleep yes yeah, yeah, i was disciplined and see i was and so six six o'clock is when i would like get ready for bed seven o'clock is when i would be like sleeping props to you um and so i was i was always getting a lot of sleep but even if because like technically i was getting you know seven eight hours mm -hmm. but when you go to bed when the sun is up and wake up in the dark you still <laughs> never feel well no. rested no. i hated summer because the sun was up for so long and i could never even with blackout curtains i could never get a good deep sleep loved winter because yeah. it was like sun's going down at 5 p.m so am I. Like, <laughs> but yeah, it was, you never feel well rested when you're doing those crazy hours like that. No. So I worked, I worked, uh, when I first started, I worked night shift, mm, right? Yes. It was 9 p.m. to 7 a.m. <laughs> I remember uh, the first couple of months I'd be, I'd be driving and I'd stop and I'd look in the road and I'd be like, is that there or not? What is that? I couldn't even tell if that what I saw was real. Uh, I was like, I'm so tired. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know. Right? I don't know if that's real or not. So absolutely, yeah. It's it's crazy that what it does to your physiology and everything. Yeah, it's just you're just not meant to sleep like that. <laughs> I, you yeah. know. And props to the people. Andrew's been doing it for I think seven and a half years or so, and so just crazy. My dad also did overnights. He uh, drove truck for a little bit, and he did overnights like oh. that. And it was just like, oh my god. Clint used no. to own yeah. a trucking company and do that stuff Ugh. he told me some stories. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. 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 I'm good. <laughs> it's harder than a person. <coughs> you, you're talking about uh daycare and stuff mm -hmm. that's another crazy subject oh yeah like for reals it's yeah. uh it's expensive yes so you're to put it in perspective right <laughs> so we have two kids we're getting ready to pay for the second one to go uh yeah and uh you know we're blessed right with what we how we do financially and whatnot but uh -huh. um even for us with where we're at we're like ramen yeah. You know what I mean? Ramen noodles, mm -hmm. cup of noodles is probably going to be something that gets eaten. Right? We'll, we'll do the best we can, but. Absolutely. It's like um, like $2,500 a month plus. Yeah. For two kids. Absolutely. Ours is 1400 a month. It's another mortgage. Yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> and then, well, and it's funny because my parents and like my grandparents will ask like, oh, you're going to have a second or anyone will ask yeah. that, which never ask someone if they're going to have another kid, but it's my family. Yeah. So they can ask. Yeah. Um, but I told him, I'm like, are you paying for it? Because, yeah. like, I, I'm yeah. not, like... I'm I'm paying for my kid to hang out with somebody else during the day. Right, so, like, and yeah. I, you know, props to stay-at-home moms, because I, I don't think I could do it. I, I don't know how, yeah. the, how they do it, but, um, yeah, it is kind of, it's hard. It's like a, it, it's honestly, like, constantly just inner, like, battle going like yeah. do i want to pay someone else to watch my kid or do i want to stay home with that kid but also like even though daycare is so expensive 
you still need that second income nowadays. And so it's like, uh, well, and with two kids, obviously that's slashed even more, but like it's hard. And even if you're not technically bringing home money, Mm -hmm. you're bringing home your 401k contributions, Mm -hmm. you're bringing home health insurance or whatever else. And so you're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. Like there's really no good answer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's a real conversation that I think people in our age group are having is like, yeah. Well, you can do it. You can make anything happen, right? We can, right. we can, we can move things around and stuff like that. But you have those hard conversations about like quality of life for your family when you decide you want to have more kids these days. Yeah, and I know it was hard back, and the people are like, "Calm down, David. It's not that big of a deal." But <laughs> let's like calm down, Dave. His stories are crazy. Like, yeah, he, I, I, I won't get into those. Maybe he'll talk yeah. about them one day. But, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's something to consider. You, you mm-hmm. have to go. Okay, how do we? How do we swing this? You know, right? So. Well, my husband and I have had those conversations too, and you know, yeah, we could have a second, and yeah. that'd be fantastic. But we'd have to cut back on the things we like to do, and which I is, mean, we can do that. Yeah. But I don't know if I want to do that right now. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's up to everyone yeah. else to kind of everyone's wants and needs are different, and put the good in it. Yeah. Right. It's just temporary. It is. That is very true. I can't wait. I mean, even she moved up into the toddler room because she started walking. Aww. And so even that, I'm like, oh, <laughs> she, Charlie started uh, making making a ruckus in the infant room. Yeah. She was in there for a long time because she she's a late walker. She's mm-hmm. 16 months Mine and was, she just yeah. started walking, which I'm told is good because once they start really walking, it's like, ah, watch. Yeah. Like- <laughs> oh, yeah. Nope. Get your Nikes on, or yeah. whatever you're wearing, because you're gonna be you're gonna be trying to track them down. Right, <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, where was I going with that? Oh, um, oh, but she started. She became a tr- problem child in the baby room <laughs> because they would put them, the babies, the infants, down yeah. for a nap, and she would go. They had plexiglass on one of the sides of the cribs, and she would go and like bang on the plexiglass <laughs> and wake up the babies, and then she would like throw food and Aww. she was like patting <laughs> babies' heads because we teach her to pat the yeah. dogs. Yeah. Well baby's not quite as Aww. sturdy as my sixty five pound lab pit mix. So like uh, ooh yeah. She's she became a problem child. So she moved up to the bigger <laughs> room, thank goodness. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh I love I love stories like that. My ours took a little while. She was a bum shuffler too. A bum shuffler. Yeah. What's a so, bum so shuffler? She would just like be on her bum and just scoot across the floor oh, fast. Fast. Charlie is a knee walker. Knee walker. Knee mm. walker. Yes. She doesn't realize she has a whole second part of her leg and just like, <laughs> like okay. That's, funny. That's, <laughs> That's funny. all she does. So yeah. That's so fun. <laughs> well, Stephanie, we're, we're hitting the time. Okay. And, um, it's been great having you here. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for and having me. This is my first podcast, so I was stoked. Welcome, <laughs> honored. Yes, yeah, local Marana. Yes, it, I love it. The Dream Media Studios. You know, um, you know, with you guys at Visit Tucson, we have a bunch of tools. Maybe we can all work on something together and figure something out. Have some fun, collaborate, yeah, and do some things. Just want to let you know that we're an open resource. We have this is Marana that's getting ready to launch. Marana mm-hmm. AZ Foodie we own. Oh, cool. We're getting ready to launch that. Yeah. Might need some help with that, but I think everything's going to tie in together at some point. Very cool. We had we did have Tucson Foodie reach out to see if we needed help with anything, so yeah. we'll and figure that out. And they just underwent like a whole remodel Change, too, yeah. so yeah. yeah. No, they're I love what they're doing. It's it's crazy good. There's yep. stuff like every day I have something to look at and whatnot. Absolutely. No, they're, they're killing it. We Hoping I can get uh, Shane on here or something and see if we can, I guess that's his name. Yep get him on here or somebody from there but yeah. again it's been a pleasure um if you if you haven't yet go to localmiranda.com check out what's going on there 
subscribe to our podcast follow stephanie on <laughs> social media well drift weather <laughs> yeah we've we've done a couple things on there collaboration wise yeah. you'll see some reels and yeah you know reach out if you have any questions about the weather maybe she can answer them i had a couple today so heck yes please do i love love that is the one thing i miss most about tv is i literally got paid to talk about the weather and now i really really miss that so if you've got a weather question nothing is a stupid question yeah. i might not be able to answer it but i can try i can find someone that can yeah. so <laughs> how do folks help out with visit tucson what can they do uh, yeah really just sharing your experiences in the city um i don't do the social media but our social media guy he's fantastic if you tag him um he'll share it in the stories or maybe on the timeline Sweet. and stuff share 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 and see what sticks that's awesome yeah thanks again for being here thank you so much all right we just want to shout out to a couple of our sponsors uh main one sell to allen.com if you're looking to sell your house go to sell to allen.com see if he can help you him and his team another one is coppercreekcookies.net if you're looking for some good cinnamon rolls and logo cookies they are delicious. reach out yeah you've had some <laughs> <laughs> we got a surprise for you after the Ooh, show yes. um and then also quali quality lube and tube trail boss off-road right here at their new shop on thorningdale road if you need a car repair you're looking to do some off-road fabrication make sure you head over there and get that taken care of thanks again